Welcome back to Professional Ranters, everybody. I am Bagel, joined by Finkel. Hello. And today we're going to talk, we're going to start things off by talking about the um, conference finals. So, um, Finkel, want to get it started? Yeah, let's do it. So, let's first talk about the AFC. And I was ecstatic for this game because I, I thought it would be so funny to watch the Bills go all the way to the conference round, plowing by all the other teams just to do the most Bills fan, Bills thing ever and choke it all the way to an actually competent team. The Chiefs beat beat the Bills, and and that, so the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl for, those, for the second time in a row. And the Bills are just sad now, and I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really glad Josh Allen doesn't deserve a ring. Yeah, I mean, the Bills, they this team, I think in a few years, is definitely going to be found in the Super Bowl because they, mm-hmm. they there's still, like, a few, like, tiny things that they need. I mean, they got the franchise QB. I mean, they, their defense could use some work because, I mean, Kansas City just moved the ball on them. <laughs> Which, I mean, they basically do that to every team. So, yeah. you got to give them credit. They had a great season, but Kansas City's mm-hmm. tough. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't Keep know if the Bucks will be able to stop them. But, mm. yeah. But, yeah, Bills, you know. You know, I like, I you know, why they call him Hangman? <laughs> I, I'm not making that joke. Okay. Would you like to brief the NFC game? The NFC, we had the five seed Bucks versus one seed Packers, and it was a pretty competent game until you know the Bucks kind of just took over. And I mean, well, it was it was close, but um, I'm trying to look up what the score was. I don't remember. It was definitely a sad number for Packers fans. And while you're looking that up, I would like to mention over the past seven years, the Packers have lost in the conference round four times. Wow. Yeah, that is just sad. Yeah, it's really just absurd. I mean, they're going full bills, except they're actually a good team and they've made it to the conference round. Meanwhile, this was like a lucky stint. But uh, like that's that's really sad. So F's in the chat for Cheese Man. We don't want to have him on the show because, you know, we, we, you, you need that recovery time after a conference. He was crying in a corner, so he couldn't come join us today on the podcast. <laughs> but anyways, um, the final score it was 31-26 bucks. It was a pretty close pretty much all the way. I mean, at halftime, it was 21-10. And you know, the, the Packers got, like, I'm pretty sure, like, two or three turnovers the whole game, and they, they couldn't capitalize. I don't know what it was, if the nerves got to them or if it was just, like, the Brady curse. But, um, yeah. so, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Bucks, Chiefs? It should be interesting. Yes. Now, I would like to state this, which may seem a little surprising, but I am actually rooting for the Buccaneers because what will it will tarnish Bill Belichick's like record as a coach so much that like people the argument against Bill Belichick being the greatest coach was oh well he only did good because he had the best quarterback in the league on his side. Meanwhile, if so, basically if the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl because you know Brady was carrying them, and then here are the Patriots sitting at seven and nine, not even. Not going, being third in the division, almost losing to the Jets, like that really just hurts Bill Belichick. And 
I, I think we're going to try to make the cover photo for this uh, episode. Just, you know, you know that meme of Bernie Sanders with the freaking mittens? <laughs> yeah, someone copy and paste, someone just pasted Bill Belichick's face with a oh. cat's foot. So that will, that will be our cover if I, if I can manage for it to work. I haven't really done that, you know, bad editing. So, but yeah, let's, let's go Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm actually probably going to be cheering for the Chiefs because, well, my dad's a Pats fan, and he's just sitting on the couch screaming at the TV whenever somebody who's playing the Bucks does bad. So I have no <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy if either team wins the game. It's either Bill Belichick gets completely bodied, or you know, Patty Mahomes gets his second Super Bowl, and he he really deserves it. I mean. After that Aaron Rodgers loss, I mean, I, I think the MVP debate is now up in the air again. I thought it was like, oh, yeah, Rodgers pff, wins it easy. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It could go to um, it could go to Josh Allen, but I don't, I don't know. I still think it'll go to Aaron Rodgers, honestly. Yeah. Another thing. Uh, dang, I just – oh, yeah, we t- if the Packers won, it would have been the State Farm Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Big missed opportunity there. State Farm sponsors the whole thing. That would have just been great. That would have been Patrick mm. Price or the uh, Rogers rate. The ultimate battle. We'll never know. <laughs> but now that we've, you know, talked about, like, that, I, uh, Brady could possibly be getting his seventh Super Bowl ring. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, that's just, like, you don't see that very often. Like, what was he drafted? Like, sixth round? Yes, sixth round. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime once you'll get that sort of luck. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, he's, had a, he's really had a great career. And, I mean, if, if he wins the Super Bowl, I don't know. I would retire if I were him. Like, buddy, mm. seven's enough. But, yeah. like, I would retire if I were, if I were him after the season if they win. Or he could go for it. Nah, but he does have another year left on his contract, and you know, man needs some retirement money if he doesn't have enough already. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I probably would actually retired in 2018 when the Pats won, but mm-hmm. you know, many people <laughs> would state when they would when they if they were Tom Brady when they would have retired, but. I guess we will wait and see. Mm, definitely. And some other news that came out. Uh, I, there, there is some Dolphins-related news, you know. I, I definitely haven't been scrolling through the NFL app for, like, the past 20 minutes. But, no, uh, Charlie Fry has been named the quarterback's coach of the Miami Dolphins. And according to several sources, including, you know, my, my favorite uh, sports media host, Bucky Brooks, <laughs> says that he is one of the best like people who can like develop quarterbacks and uh if if Tua gets like some developing and I think he can be like just as good as Brady. Yeah. Maybe. So I'm really excited about this hire. I I think it's just really smart. Do you have any words? No, I mean Tua could be I mean it's going to we're going to have to wait and see with Tua, I think. Mm. That's we're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> 
could be good or like if he has a bad season this year, I I think he maybe maybe the Dolphins get rid of him, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Because he could have a good season this year, which is probably the more likely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And with like a weapon and like an actually good line, you know, it 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 could happen. So I would like to bring up some other mock drafts as we move on to this new draft topic. So remember that Ryan Wilson person who thought the Dolphins would draft like Zach Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> you know, th- that fool. So he just made a new mock draft. And guess what? It actually makes sense. Actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he right here is the top 10 picks. We got Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars. We got Penny Sewell to the Jets, you know, pretty standard. And then Devonta Smith to the Dolphins. He's making educated guesses. And then Zach Wilson goes to the Falcons. Kind of a surprise, but also a little understandable. Yeah. Then your your, your Bengals drafted Kyle Pitts. A tight end. At Are the you fifth. There is no way. I, I will kill the Bengals if they draft that stone. No, they're drafting an O-lineman. That, that guy has yeah. built really soft, They need so. to draft an O-lineman. And then the next O-lineman off the ball board is Rashawn Slater at 10 to the Cowboys. And in between that, Jamar Chase goes to the Eagles, Micah Parson to the Lions, Caleb Farley to the Panthers, Patrick Sertain to the Broncos. And that and that's our top 10. <laughs> but this guy's still a need. I know. Does this guy know what he's talking about? Like... Let somebody else make the mock drafts. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ripping CBS Newscasters. But <laughs> seriously, though, Jalen Waddle, he's like the fastest guy in like the freaking draft. He's like the fastest wide receiver. Why are the Eagles not taking him? <laughs> and then the Lions, Matt Stafford's on the trade block. That's some other news. They take Micah Parsons, not even like consider taking, oh, I don't know, Justin Fields. It's <laughs> So amazing that Zach Wilson out of BYU gets drafted before Justin Fields in all of these drafts. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, this guy, this guy Zach Wilson doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, I do think some of the other picks are a little reasonable though. So we'll, <laughs> we'll stop ripping into him. But uh, Daniel Jeremiah, he also released a mock draft. Now I, I remember reading this a couple days ago. I just I just need to look this up real quick. Let's listen to some angry typing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah mock draft. Oh, I, I think I found it. I don't yeah. want a YouTube video. I don't want a freaking grammar my ad. I found it. And... All right, you found it? Yeah. Uh, um, does this guy know what he's talking about either? Like, oh, yeah, like Jamar Chase to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins need to add some playmakers around to attack in the Loa. Chase is the best pass catcher in the draft. Yes, all right. Again. Well, yeah, this so number one, we've got Trevor Lawrence going to the Jets. Number two, we've got Zach Wilson going to the Jets. I would not do that if I were the Jets. No, yeah, no, that's that's wrong. And oh, then and he gets he... <laughs> Jamar Chase to the uh, yeah. You go. 
Yeah, the even funnier thing is there are so many mocks and actually an intellectual guesses going around that, well, I mean, if the Dolphins don't take Devonta Smith, they can take Jalen Waddle. Tua is familiar with both of the guys. I mean, that's still a good deal, right? But no, you just take some guy out of LSU because he can catch a pass when Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle do the job, if not better than, than Jamar Chase. So that's just ridiculous in itself. Yeah, and then they've got Trey Lance going to Atlanta. Debatable there. And but Justin Fields, he's still there. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, it's just a big bro moment. We've got Rashawn Slater, an O-tackle for going to the Bengals, which... I'm... Penny Sewell hasn't even been drafted yeah. yet. He falls to the Carolina Panthers. And then they've got with the sixth, they have... Then they have Devonta Smith going. At mm. sixth, the... What's it? Um, Heisman Trophy winner going sixth. That's not going to happen. He's going to the Dolphins all day. Yeah. Then Justin Fields drops it down to seventh, goes to Detroit. I mean, I I could see why they're t- taking him, but he'll be off the board by then. A team like then, the Eagles will take him, or like I don't know, someone else will take him. Then at pick nine, knowing Patrick Sertain's on the board, the, the Broncos take Caleb Farley. I've never heard of this person. Virginia Tech. Okay. And then, and then Patrick Sertain falls to the Cowboys at Alabama. That's just rip. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And then the Giants. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and oh this, my, this oh is my. reasoning for the pick. Uh, the Giants are all in with Daniel Jones. Now they need to give him some weapons on the. Have you seen that offensive line? <laughs> and then the 49ers take Kyle Pitts. That so makes perfect out. sense. I know the Niners already have an elite tight end. They've embraced the positionless player movement. <laughs> Bruh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk are clearly wide receivers, while Kittle's clearly a tight end. Like, bruh. <laughs> Let's just stop ranting about dumb mock drafts. And actually, guess who I hear up the stairs? It's, Sp- I mean, uh, no, it's the Bud Light King. Bud Light King, come in here. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta get the Bud Light King. <laughs> hold, hold on, everyone. We are having an intermission. Please, please talk like smart. All right, sorry for that short break, everyone, but I have here with me the Bud Light King. Keep it real. Keep it Bud Light. So now with that uh, amazing catchphrase, there has been news that a lot of other uh, brands like the Coca-Cola brand and the Bud Light brand, a lot of beer and, you know, drinks brands are not going to be displaying their ads at the Super Bowl. How do you feel about that, Bud Light King? How do you feel about the the crisis? <laughs> Bud Light. All right, very intellectual, deep thoughts from the Bud Light King himself. <laughs> now, uh, go go get wasted or something. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. It's, 
platinum, everyone. We need the Bud Light platinum. Everyone go buy a Bud Bud Light. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> everyone go buy a Bud Light platinum. Okay, please sponsor us. I really like money and uh. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk drafts. So I have the rankings pulled up. We ended at defensive end, and because I really feel like stalling for time, we're just going to go down the list. That sound cool? All right. <laughs> all right, so I just realized how silly the names are for the first three, D- like D- interior D linemen. We got Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, ranked seventh overall. That pick is owned by none other than the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think he'll end up? So, well, he's at D end? He is a D- interior D lineman. Uh, Pay. I mean, the Lions wouldn't, oh. that wouldn't be a bad spot for him, but I just think they need a quarterback. So mm-hmm. they definitely that would. would probably be their priority. I say he drops down to like Denver, maybe, or like mm. maybe even like the Giants take him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. One of those teams I could see him going to. Now, I know all these interior D linemen are ranked high, but. Personally, I think all of the teams here have bigger needs than a D-tackle. So I think he ends up dropping to, like, the second round or uh, late. Excuse me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Late first. Yeah, maybe. I could could see that. I think of the top, like, 18 teams that, you know, could use an interior D-lineman. I'm thinking Cardinals in Vegas. Uh, I'm thinking... Chargers, no, not Chargers. They have a good pass rush. Uh, you you said Giants. That's definitely a need there. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, no, they just need help everywhere. Yeah, they need help everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I think Atlanta, right? I mean, they didn't have a great pass rush. They were too busy choking away their hopes and dreams in the first four weeks. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think all of these guys coming up just flop to the second. That's why we're only going to do the first rounders of this position group. And that leads us to Christian Barmore out of Alabama. He is ranked 27th. That pick is owned by none other than the Baltimore Ravens, who do not need to de-tackle anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know who where he'll end up. He might end up in, like, like Cleveland or somewhere. I, I don't know. Wait, what? It's, mm. it, it's by Baltimore, right? That's the yes. He's ranked twenty. He's the twenty seventh best prospect according to CBS. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe a team like Cleveland they'll take him because those are like like their D line. They have Miles Garrett, right? But I don't really know if they have anyone else. Mm. They really don't have like a run stuffer. Miles Garrett's a pass rusher. I mean, you saw what he did to Mason Rudolph. <laughs> they really don't have anyone, you know, plug the gap. So I. Especially with a running Baltimore team, I think it's a really smart pick to just nab it in front of them. Unless the Jags take them. Yeah. <laughs> Jags kind of need help everywhere, too. Saxonville. Uh, <laughs> to, think that, to think that was a thing. Now, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt uh, pronouncing this. I'll, I'll try, though. Uh, and I, I do have a uh, really hard last name to spell out. It's called Fan. <sighs> Levy on Wuzurike. 
Le'Veon Uzurike out of Washington. He is ranked 30th. That pick is owned by Buffalo. the Buffalo Bills. But <laughs> I think Green Bay can just nab that in front of them. Green Bay's defense, yeah, the Buccaneers torched them. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Kevin King is out of there. Kevin, Ke- Kevin King's a goner. They, they need help everywhere on that defense. No offense to Green Bay. They're a great team. But that defense was their downfall. They they need someone. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, Green Bay should definitely nab him, nab him right in front of Buffalo. I think the linebacker position could also be a really good uh, thing for them to go at. If Micah Parsons starts to fall, I think they should trade up with Arizona or New England to get uh, Micah Parsons, or maybe if they just want him immediately, maybe trade with Detroit or Carolina. Maybe but, yeah. That'll be really pricey. So, best case scenario for them is a Micah Parsons fall, and that's it for our D tackles. Yeah. What? Well, well, how? How do you feel? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Yes, there's. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of teams that are like in need of a defense. Like, like maybe even like mm-hmm. Tennessee could possibly draft one because I'm really not a believer mm-hmm. in Tennessee's defense. I think Tennessee has a terrible oh, defense. So I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams that really need to improve on their defense. Yeah, a lot, a lot of teams really need to improve on defense. So that leads us to our linebacker position, which you brought up. Micah Parsons, he's ranked third coming out of Penn State. That pick is owned by your Miami Dolphins, but we're not taking a linebacker at three because we are not complete morons. He's ranked three. Uh, Oof. I, I think he's, he's going to drop way down, I say. Yeah, I think he could end up in Atlanta, actually, if they really do take him that high. Because yeah, they're definitely a linebacker-needy team. Maybe Philadelphia, if they aren't going with the wide receiver threat. Yeah. Detroit could very well take him as well. That defense just... Maybe, like, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that Definitely some some help needed there. Next, we have Nick Bolton out of Missouri. He is ranked 22nd. That pick is owned Tennessee. by the yep, Tennessee Titans. Uh, um, I don't – yeah, I say Tennessee. I don't know if they could really like – I, like I said, they really kind of need a defense. But I say there's there's other positions that they could get better before they work on that because – like, I mean, the, there's not many teams that run actual routes with, like, tight ends or, like, like, like that should be a minor thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, they're not really the most needed position. So I say they go after something else and he drops down to, like, second round, maybe. Maybe the football team picks him up in the second yeah. round. Maybe the first. They are historically dumb. And we're going to end off with our final first-round linebacker. It's another difficult name. Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa out of, out of Notre Dame. He is ranked 28th. That pick is owned by the New Orleans Saints, who I think could really pick him up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, New Orleans defense, another gr- pretty darn good offense that just needs a defense to, you know, step yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, taste, taste some <laughs> uh, All right, and let's now move on to 
cornerback, and I'm going to just like go down this list because I think corner is an is an important position. Definitely not bandwagoning because the Dolphins did it. Uh, <laughs> actually, Caleb Farley is ranked higher than Patrick Sertain of, out out of Virginia Tech. Uh, sorry for bashing you there. I'm definitely not a hypocrite now. I won't be canceled on Twitter. Uh, Caleb Farley ranked number eleven. I could probably see him go higher than the Giants. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's also a lot of teams that could need a corner, but I mean, like if you could name all the all the picks in front of the Giants, like there's one, there's a per, there's another position that that team needs. I mean, the Bengals, they don't have bad corners. Mm-hmm. They have um I don't know, they have well, I don't even know. Mackenzie Alexander. I, it's like the only corner I can name, but yeah, so they're fine. But then, like, like all these other teams are have like someone they need to pick. So I could see him dropping a little bit, maybe if the Giants don't take him. Wait. Yeah, the Giants need help. Everywhere. Yeah, oh my God, useless. <laughs> all these teams <laughs> need help everywhere. I mean, Carolina and Denver. I think that could be two corners right off the clock, back to back. Because I mean, Jeremy Chin was pretty epic. But he's a safety. He's not a corner. And name one Carolina Panthers cornerback. Um, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and then it was Denver. I mean, after the whole Akib Talib. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the corner position will definitely be weird. So actually, I'm getting intel right now from the website I'm using. It's called tankathon.com/nfl. Very useful. It shows the 2021 oh, yeah, NFL draft order. Too. And I'm on using. the left side of the, mm, that very good website. We'll link it in the description. But I'm getting intel. It says, uh, this, I think this is like binary. I was I was studying it earlier today, but uh, liberty, <laughs> liberty, liberty, liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot pay attention. I, I'm, I'm pretty normal, but I cannot pay attention. So then, then you know, Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. We we, we kind of talked about him already. You know, definitely in that uh, seven to like a fourteen area. Yep, I agree. Do you agree? He could range between what did you say, fourteen and seventeen? I said, like, oh. 7 and 14. Like, it, he could be really high, actually. He could probably, like, fall oh, to yeah, Pittsburgh. Maybe. Yeah. It, he, it could be. This draft would be very He weird. could fall to Pittsburgh. I could see that happening. Pittsburgh really does. Yeah, they, their defense is good all around, but I don't They could use a corner. But then, then again, there's probably somebody else they could take, so maybe not. But we'll see. Mm. Our next corner is Darion Kendrick out of Clemson. He is ranked 33rd, which pick is owned by the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. After after drafting CJ Henderson, I think he either gets picked like way too high at like 17 to Vegas, or he kind of just sputters and uh gets picked way later. There's a lot yeah, of range for these corners. A lot of teams need corners too, so um I could see him mm-hmm. going to um what what'd you say the 
the Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. I could see him going to Vegas. That wouldn't be yeah, bad Vegas. because, well, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, name a Vegas defensive player. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, they could mm-hmm. definitely need to use a corner. But then he could drop, too, because I, these first-round picks have, like, like a lot of a lot of people set up to be drafted. So I say either or that either Vegas or he'll drop to like second or third round. Mm, Vegas is definitely a good pick, Hus. To quote John Gruden, I want to throw the game back to nineteen ninety nine where the Raiders were eight and eight and everyone used to stick. <laughs> so our next corner is J.C. Horn. He is ranked 43rd, coming out of South Carolina. <laughs> He's ranked 43rd. That San Francisco. No, no, the Yeah. Or the Giants. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Oh, wait. It's at 43? <laughs> yeah, 43. Yeah, okay, yeah. That is owned by the Giants. I think he, fall, he could fall to either of those teams because, again, they're yeah. just so needy. Yeah, both. Yeah, both those mm. teams could use a corner, and then like Dallas is around there too. So I could see him falling to Dallas. Mm. Mm. I think he could probably get picked by Dallas at ten. Like it is just like bro. Yeah, I could see that happening. And just to throw this out here, I'm not sure what this is. I don't know if this is like a glitch or something, but it says. I was looking, I went to the full draft order on this Tankathon website, and it says New England has the 77th pick, if you didn't know, which I didn't. And it says, right next to it, it says forfeited. Yeah, I don't know why. It says. Was that like, oh, I think they were like looking at the Bengals or the Jets signals. Oh my god, uh. I, I, I we we need to look this up. We're going like a CSI or something. I, I'm not sixty. <laughs> uh, all right, she knew. Oh no, you know we're trying to let my cat take over. Oh, talk to people. All right, we're doing some investigative journalism, boys. All right. She knew, she Okay, so with Brady's contract with the Buccaneers being valued at $27.38 million per year, the Patriots are projected to earn the highest possible compens- I can't speak. compensatory pick this year, the 96th overall selection, which will help f- make up for New England's forfeited third-round selection. The pick was stripped after the teams. Oh, my God, this article. F. Pat's pulpit. Freaking Pat's pulpit. Oh, yes. Okay. The team's non football video production crew is found guilty for violating league rules by filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline during a 2019 regular season game. So they they basically forfeited the pick? Yeah, basically. So they they were being being pretty sneaky. So, yeah, being real sketchy, like all Pat's related. So, they, yeah, they lose that pick. Mm. Yeah, they, they're getting a lot of compensatory picks. Oh, 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 look, the Bengals have the 69th pick. Wow. I've made that joke way too many times. All right, All right our final cornerback is Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. 
that pick is owned by the okay. New England Patriots. He could, I yeah, because what there. what was his rank? Forty six. Yeah, that's second round. I could see them taking a corner, but I mean, they get. I I say because who we don't even know what the Pats are gonna do yet. They're kind of like undecided. They could get. I mean, I could see Matt Stafford. That wouldn't be bad if coming there, but like mm. or drafting one in the first round, but like. Then a corner. I say they just foot. They need wide receivers, though. Like, what's their best receiver? Jameer Bird. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I could see them taking so, their wide receiver though, and maybe he drops mm-hmm. to like, um, Chargers, or then Vegas is there again, <laughs> Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I have an epic game theory. I think the Dolphins could actually snag him at thirty six because. Nick Needham was our slot corner this year. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. He was scorched this year. Like, he was the reason we lost to the Bills in week two. He was also the reason we lost to the Chiefs, who we definitely could have beat if, you know, Nick Needham wasn't so goddamn terrible. So, <laughs> yeah, I think they could the Dolphins could definitely snack him. I wouldn't or be surprised. Mm. All right, we're just going to blow through the top three safety prospects, and then I'd like to go off topic. All right, so our top safety is Javon Holland out of Oregon. He is ranked 23rd, and that pick is owned by the Jets. After losing Jamal Adams, I I think the Jets... Yeah, I mean, they they could really use, like, well anything at this point <laughs> they're in full rebuild mode so i could see i could see a safety oh, yeah. Uh, yeah i could see him going there and i could see like maybe like this draft the draft is going to be big for the jets coming up so they they got to improve on a lot of positions mm-hmm. so i could see him i could see him going to the jets or uh, yeah i could see him going to the jets or like pittsburgh's fine like yeah the jets are the only needy team around that area that needs the safety I mean, Pittsburgh, yeah, they do have Minka, but, I mean, I, I can't remember who their strong safety yeah, is. Yeah, either. So, that'll be, the safeties will be interesting. I mean, no one is ranked higher than 20, so, I mean, yeah, so, oh, God, more names. So, at 36, we have Hamsa Nasiruddin, if, if I pronounce that wrong. I don't know. He's ranked 36. That pick is owned by Miami. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think a lot could happen with this. Safety. You could probably go to probably Cincinnati like, go to... or Philadelphia. Mm. Cincinnati yeah, yeah that's the name of position they need <laughs> a lot. So, yeah. But they have actually yeah. have Jesse Bates. So, and... I don't know. If... Yeah. But... Mm, yeah. Their safety is actually uh, pretty <laughs> cracked. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll just call Justin for convenience. <laughs> so. But we'll put that, we'll also put that link in the description. So, yeah, we, everyone needs to see this, you know. So, our next safety, which will be our final person, because I, I'm not looking at the goddamn kickers. 
our, our last person of this whole draft series. We will wrap it off with Trayvon Morig out of TCU, ranked 41st pick owned by Detroit. Yeah, and looking around this area of the draft, Detroit, Denver, the Giants, the 49ers, Dallas, Jacksonville, New England. Yeah, <laughs> I could see him honestly going to any of those places. <laughs> Because, like, all these teams, like, I mean, name a safety on any team, any of these teams. Like, name a safety in the NFL. Probably only, like, two I could name. Yeah, for the Giants, it's just Xavier McKinney. He was injured all year, so. I mean, I think this draft will definitely be funky. And in this, like, top ten, all pretty much all of these teams, except maybe the Dolphins and Philly, they're needy at almost every position. They need they need to go like full rebuild mode because all of these teams are terrible except Miami, and then maybe Philadelphia if you know Carson Wentz and the fact that the NFC East is the NFC East. <laughs> so this will definitely be a very weird draft. I'm expecting a lot of like either reaching or just falling. So this will be very interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting. Um, draft, but I say, like, I don't think there's going to be any real bad teams that show up and that are all of a sudden good teams like we kind of saw with with the Cardinals. Like, a few mm-hmm. teams kind of surprised us. I don't I don't know if we'll have that this year, but it's going to be, for all the these bad teams, it's going to be a, a needy year, because there's a lot of bad teams in the NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. So I'm just going to wrap it off with a uh, quick little uh, off-topic kind of rant almost. So uh, there, there's this app called House Party. Uh, I, I think you have it, right? Yeah. So basically, it's it's kind of like FaceTime, except you can, you know, connect with Fortnite. It advertises that so much. I mean, I, I, I play it with, like, my friends, right? But uh, I'm not gonna like legit play it. It's it's kind of no offense to all my, all my <laughs> Fortnite gamers, but it's a dead meme. It is a dead meme. So on on this, you know, it says uh, it says like all all these like uh, facts. It says all these facts, right? And so I'm I'm just like loading in there because like someone's just like spamming me, and and it says uh like. Chefs say that cheese goes good with almost anything, and and as an Italian, it's so <laughs> obvious. Cheese is so good. Like you could put cheese on freaking waffles, <laughs> and I would eat that. Okay, like it is just so good. So, uh, so I'm gonna encourage everyone to go pop a blood Bud Light, eat a cheese stick, and look at the snow because global warming. It's kind of the opposite, but I hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday, and we will see you guys tomorrow or Thursday. Depends how much I procrastinate. Uh.